telling you because we'll get flagged like Come 36 days later. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we're back at Plymouth Rock Studio, uh, capital P, <laughs> and for episode 89. I can, I had, that was a stretch. You know, <laughs> that was a big stretch. <laughs> yeah, well, anyways, I started that episode off with Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet off her album, Dirty Computer, and the reason I uh, started it with that, and it's actually featuring Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. I have a feeling why you started it off like that. Is, I started, is it because of the month? It's because of the month, yep. <laughs> I started it off like that because uh, we are still celebrating Pride Month, and if you don't know about Janelle Monet, she is uh, part of the LGBTQ community. IA. IA, and that um, song was kind of a... Um, kind of like an ode to um, queer people is the way that she put it and kind of like a, her own story because her previous albums kind of centered around, um, you know, a, a fake story about Cindy Mayweather, you know, this hybrid uh, droid human being. And so this is the first album she made that's kind of more in touch with who she really is herself. So, uh, yeah, so that's why we started it out with that today. But uh, what's up, B man? How you been, dude? Uh, busy as all hell, bro. Yep, yep. Just a hear lot, that. lot of lot going on. Uh, back into the the sales life. Yep. It's actually pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to all the liquor stores and the bars that I've go to. Uh, I'll be seeing you guys soon. Hopefully, toast a beer up. Well, probably not, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, yeah. You guys will see me around, I guess. How's yes, everything sir. going on your end? Good, good, man. Uh, it's been a good weekend. I love this weather. It's amazing. Today feels so good outside. So, yeah, loving it. I'm going to enjoy watching some basketball later on tonight. Um, and speaking of basketball, uh, prayers up for Kyrie Irving. I saw you went down right right before we uh, right before we got here because the Bucks were playing. Bucks and uh, Brooklyn were playing game four. Oh, that was on t- already today? Yeah, it was like 3.30. Oh, shit, started. I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it was like halftime when I dipped out. Mm, well, yeah, was, Kyrie um, got a uh, he got hurt on some play. Did not look good, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. So, prayers up to him. Hopefully things are okay. Brooklyn, I I, I had Brooklyn. Uh, I had Brooklyn Phoenix for the finals anyway. Yeah, so. Brooklyn's probably gonna win it all. That's that's where I would put my oh, money. If Kyrie, if I were a betting injured, man, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They're still amazing, even without Kyrie. <laughs> they still got all the tools. Devin Booker looking hungry, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But anyways, what did you bring for us to drink here today? Are we getting to the beers already? Yes, sir. Oh, shit. All right. So over from Quinoa, or how do you pronounce this? Keweenaw. Uh, Keweenaw. I keep fucking that. <laughs> over from Keweenaw Brewing, uh, we have the, uh, the Pickaxe uh, Blonde Ale. Pickaxe is a slightly multi-American blonde. I'm expecting this to be perfect for the summer. Yes, sir. Uh, the maltiness, not so much, but a blonde ale, you know, is usually very drinkable, very light, uh, fairly 
fairly crispy, I would say, kind of like that, like bready feel to it. Uh, it should be, it should be something good, especially with that malt characteristic. It might actually hit. It might actually taste like more like a, more like a beer, beer instead of you know just something I can just drink and go about my day with. Right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it looks pretty good. Um, this is one of my dad's favorite beer companies, so I'm excited to try it. I've never had this version. I can't remember. What, I think I had the Widowmaker one. I think it was what, what the other one I think was we called. we did the Widowmaker on here yeah. before. So I'm excited to try this one out. Um, but as we do on this program, we always, while we're um, sipping a little beer, we want to play some music and um, honor the birthdays. Um, I didn't have any celebrities that passed this week, but I think E-Man read about a story that he was just telling me about um, – that, inv- uh, that involved a shooting in Texas, correct? Yeah. Um, prayers up to everyone involved. And there was a mass shooting, it looks like, in Austin, Texas. Uh, one arrest made, 14 people injured. Jesus. This is going by CNN, by the yeah. way. I'm reading this off. Uh, authorities have ar- arrested one person in connection with the mass shooting overnight in downtown Austin, Texas. That left 14 people injured, uh, Mayor Steve Adler's office said. Two of the people were injured in critical condition. Austin Interim Police Chief Joseph Chacon, Chacon said in a press release Saturday. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry, guys. Uh, there was no information immediately available surrounding the circumstances of that arrest during Saturday news briefing. Chacon said, ah, Chacon said authority, Chacon said authority said, have identified two male suspects responsible for the shooting. And added that it appeared that it was an isolated incident between the two parties. Uh, so it looks like this tells me that nobody really knows anything that's going on. So prayers up to everyone yeah, involved. That's for sure. Uh, doesn't I, I don't I thought there was one death. I haven't seen anything on any deaths of that, but you know it's a blessing if nobody came out of that you know super unscathed. I mean, there's probably like some in- there's definitely gonna be some injuries for sure, some trauma. I mean, there's no way you're getting out of this without some kind of trauma going on. Mm-hmm. But uh, prayers up to anybody involved, and hopefully nobody you know loses their life off of this, man. Yeah, that's really sad. Um, but also with with that, we have a lot of people celebrating more life, so we will get to that. Um, and we have a lot, actually, a lot of birthdays last week. So we had Rivers Cuomo from Weezer turned 51. Uh, Johnny Depp turned 59, which is crazy to, th- to think about. Johnny Depp from everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, Judy Garland from, um, you know, Wizard of Oz, which I did not know this, so I had to pull it up. When I was seeing on the... Um, was she Dorothy? Yeah. Oh, it was Grand Rapids, Minnesota. I saw that she was born in Grand uh, Rapids, and I'm like, I can't, no way that she's a fucking uh, Michigan person, but it's Grand Rapids, Minnesota. Oh, well, cool anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, she died um, back in 1969 at the age of 47, but her birthday was on the 10th. Um, and then also we got Kanye West, who turned 44 last week. Prince would have been 63 last week. Um, Liam, Liam Neeson turned 69, which is crazy because he's still out here fucking doing all these action movies <laughs> at almost 70 years old. Uh, Shia LaBeouf turned 35 last week. One of my favorite comedic actors of all time, Bill Hader, turned 43 last week. Um, also one of my favorite stand-ups, Bill Burr, turned 53 last week. Uh, Michael J. Fox turned 60. Dave Franco turned 36. And Alan Iverson turned 46. 
Um, yeah, so shout out to all those people and all the birthdays, and we're going to play a few of the tunes here for you. Can we play you? White Iverson by Post Malone <laughs> for Alan Iverson? Sure. Can we play White Iverson? <laughs> <laughs> um, but here, kicking it off with a little bit of Weezer here for you. One of the most classic songs ever. Judy Garland kicking it way back. This right here is one of the songs that uh, turned me into a Kanye West fan off the fucking album that turned me into a fan of his as well. me again i will be assaulting him after i fuck the manager up then i'm gonna show a little bit of the most legendary motherfucker ever who actually i didn't even mention this at the top of the podcast when i played uh the janelle monet album dirty computer because prince actually helped her on a lot of the music before he passed away on that album and they were big uh really big friends so here's a little bit of prince for you Give her maker makeup tips and then drop twenty on you in basketball. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Straight up, <laughs> Prince is the man. Prince is the man. <laughs> um, yeah. So happy birthday to all of them peoples. I haven't even tried this beer yet. Um, I got a little wrapped up in the songs. Let me give this a little sippy sip. Little sippy. Little little drinky poo. Mm. Oh my Shout god, that is it. delicious. Yeah, man. So it's a lot. Uh, it's a lot sweeter than I thought it was gonna be. It's very light and crisp. Uh, according to the Untapped. Uh, the lightest in our family of ales, a true single malt, refreshing to taste, gorgeous to look at, and a great introduction to the w- extraordinary world of craft brewed Michigan beers. This light golden ale comes with a distinctive malt flavor and just a 
kiss of hops. <laughs> just a kiss of hops. Just I a like little, that. Just, just a little kiss. <laughs> of hops. We literally just played "Kiss" by Prince as well. <laughs> Perfect timing, right? No, it's actually got. It's a lot sweeter than you I thought kiss. it was gonna be. It's it's definitely got like that blonde, like wheat, like flavoring to mm-hmm. it. Uh, very sweet finish, man. It's like, refreshing. It's, it's refreshing, yeah. It's definitely like a farmer's beer, yeah. I would say. It's a farmer's beer, or if you just did yard work all day or some shit. You gotta be perfect out of right out right. of the cooler, ice cold. Like, crack that baby on a hot a, summer day. It's a great, like... Yeah, it's a great. I just got out the gym. I don't. I want something stronger <laughs> than water or pre-workout beer. Drink water after it's the gym. Like, don't listen to me, man. Nah, man. I do that shit all the time, and I got jacked. I like it. Yeah, that's definitely delicious. I'm definitely gonna be drinking more of these. Um, yeah, I like that. Um, it says "Love is blonde." Oh, how cute! What Love a cute little tagline. What is? Pickaxe is a slightly multi-American blonde ale, uh, 4.9% of ABV, and Perfect. no IBU, so not bitter, uh, very drinkable, very cool, very, it's like not as malty, it's definitely slightly malty, there's definitely a malt characteristic there to it, but that's a sing- that's a, a single malt brew yep. itself, but I, I just love the sweet, I don't know if they use like honey malt or some shit to it, but it's like a lot sweeter than I was expecting, It's it's definitely good though. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I will be drinking more of those this summer. Um, but yeah, so let's move right on into something old, something new this week, because I have a gajillion new albums, because so much music dropped. But uh, yeah, E-Man, if got, you will. I got stuff to talk about, but nothing... There's only like two albums I actually listened to, like, but there's a lot I do want to listen to, for sure. I just haven't had time this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we starting with something old, or are we starting with something new? Something old, but you gotta Thank kick them... Get... you, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Let me warm up the vocal cords. <laughs> beer, 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 beer. All right. Uh, Eric. <laughs> he do knows. the honors. You know the vibes, right? You don't have to tell you him. He vibration? doesn't post. No, no. I know he doesn't in post. I'm trying to get the people hyped up for what's coming. We're trying to do this, man. We're trying to get them exciting. We're trying to get y'all excited for this shit. Let's go. Ready? One, two, and one, two, three. Something, something, no, no. Something, something, no, 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 no. This dude. <laughs> All right, That's so right. I think I had E Man kick it off last week, so I will start it off this week. Um, and I am taking us all the way back to 1976 with my pick. And that would be um, an artist that has always, because I've tried to always keep it themed. And, you know, as we're celebrating Pride this month, someone that's been a champion to the community. Um, and that would be Mr. David Bowie. Um, and I'm going with his album Station, Station to Station, um, which is one of my favorite albums out of him. Um, and it's cool too because I can do. I forgot to do the sample um, sample that segment with E Man last week, and I can double down on this one with my sample and my playing of the song from Station to Station. Um, but yeah, so David Bowie. I mean, as you guys know, if you're a Bowie fan, has reinvented himself a million different times. And each, Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, I mean, he's got a gajillion um, alter egos. Yep. Um, and he's always, you know follows a different theme with uh, each album. And, you know, it's actually kind of funny. I read somewhere that he was, this was during the cocaine period of David Bowie's life. And he said he was doing so much of it during the recording of this album that he actually doesn't remember recording a lot of the songs. (laughs) But it's crazy because it's an absolute classic. Um, You know, Golden Years was a really 
um, humongous single off of it. And probably the one that I'm going to play for you as well. Um, and so I can have E-Man guess the freaking sample from it. Let me pull it up here real quick for you. Bowie, station to station. All right, E-Man. Can you guess the sample from that this turned into? I never really listened to Bowie, I'm going to be honest with oh, well, you. you, know, so, you no, you will, you'll know the, the, it turned right. into a hip-hop song is what I'm saying. So you... Should I be got, able to I guess got, this. I, got, I can guess the sample. Golden years, golden years. I have no idea. No idea? No idea. <laughs> I, that's how much I listen. You got some, some work to do, my friend. I'm gonna get killed for that, and that's fine. But As you I'm, a, I'm gonna stick to my guns here. I mean, I don't mind them. I respect them. I just don't listen to David Bowie. Um, well, this is the sample that it turned into. It was an easy one. Disappointed in you. <laughs> Hold on, let me find it. Here we go. Easy E, baby. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I probably wouldn't have got that. Wouldn't have been my first mind, but I do love this song. Give me that, 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 that. Ultimately. But yeah, that was mine for this week. Um, David Bowie, E-Man has some homework to do. You need to go catch up on some of some Bowie for you. I am good, actually. <laughs> I've tried. All right, you stick with your Justin Bieber then. What do you got for something? Hey, I'm, I'm listening to way more than Justin Bieber, but I'll take that over Bowie. <laughs> All right, so my something old. I'm going to go, and it's something, not only is it something old, but this album actually celebrated a anniversary of 10 years as of June 6th. One of my favorite, actually arguably one of my top five favorite rappers of all time. I won't even say arguably. He's definitely on my fucking Mount Rushmore. But I'm going to go with the 11th studio album by one of my favorite rappers of all time. Tech 9 dropped all sixes and sevens, which was the album to, between that and the Carter 4 were like the albums to kind of take him more into the mainstream eye. So I always like really love this album because this is like prime like B.O.B. when he did the uh, M.I. Psycho track on it. So that's kind of, that was one of the tracks that kind of blew him up. Then Worldwide Choppers was on there and he had Buster Rhyme, Twista, Yellow Wolf, uh, just a fuck ton of people on that song. Uh, this album was solid, man. Uh, let's go with the background of it. Tech stated that the album title All Six and Sevens means a state of confusion and disarray. He also stated that this will be his biggest and craziest album of all. The album would feature guest appearances uh, guest appearances from B.O.B., Hobson, Yellow Wolf, Snoop Dogg, J-Rock, Twista, T-Pain, Lil Wayne, Eminem. No, sorry, Jesus. Not, not Eminem, sorry. E-40, uh, Buster Rhymes, and Kendrick Lamar. He also expressed working with Nicki Minaj, Janelle Monet, and Tyler Creator and an Eminem on the album, but you know those never happened. But he's 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 reached out to those artists. Uh, critics reception: All six and the sevens received universal acclaim from critics, as Metacritic, uh, which assigned a normalized rating out of hundred to the mainstream publications. They gave it a score of eighty-one based on seven reviews. Uh, this is probably one of my favorite Tech Nine albums. I'm I'm just wrap it up right there. 
Uh, debuted at number four on the U.S. Billboard uh, 200 with 56,000 copies sold the first week. For an independent artist like Tech Nine, that's fucking dope. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout out to Tech. I'm always been a fan. I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a technician. <laughs> I have no more. I have nothing else to say about it. I love this album. Uh, off of this, let's go with "He's a Mental Giant," which was one of my favorite songs on this album. Here is a little bit of "He's a Mental Giant" off "All Sixes and Sevens by Tech Nine. The narcissist. 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 The Never see any of the hateful frowning you give us Cause we splat, little bitty bragging Rack rap, but you happen to be the bastard The gap master, but down to the simple fact That the strap has to blast at ya That's after the gap, and up at the cast in my last chapter That's laughter, hot path to the vast money back Imagine a black dragon, you know, smashing him with the gas of a crash catcher That's crazy That's a little bit of He's a Mental Giant by Tech 9 um, Yeah, that's crazy um, Yeah, now we can get into the something news Which I have a ton of them Um so let's see. Let's pull up my list here. Um, the first one I had would be out of uh, a New York MC who is kind of floated in the underground for quite some time, but is um, you know a lot of rappers' favorite artist because he's that good with the bars, and that would be Sky Zoo. Um, Sky Zoo's album that just came out last week is called All the Brilliant Things, and it is super-duper dope. Um, I'm a big fan of it. And let's see, which one should I play off here so you can get a little taste of it? Um, oh, yeah, you know what? Since it's got Kareem Riggins, a uh, Detroit boy, we're going to play uh, Culture-ish, which is, you know, the whole album has like a really like kind of jazzy street hip-hop feel to it, and you'll get that on this track here. So here's a little bit of Culture-ish for you off All the Brilliant Things by Sky Zoo and Kareem Riggins. And Monica Blair. I don't know who that is, but Monica Blair. Like they should split that with me. Five and collapse, he's sold for 250. And every face dawned on it, resembling me. All of resemblance made to fit in that frame. Should you even give us a lane to deal with the aims? And that's the energy. Automatic, but based on a semi. Yeah. I keen while high beam, whichever's litty. <laughs> like either you up under a crown or you taking one. You give me a great bottom, I bet I make me one. <laughs> yeah, it's filled with a lot of like really jazzy hip hop. I, I, I can listen to people rapping over horns all day. That shit's sweet. Um, but yeah, now I'll kick it over to E-Man for one of his something news. There's a lot of music that dropped. There's Hungry. a lot of music I did not listen to. Yep. I listened. There's two albums I did listen to in particular and a couple singles I did as well. Uh, the very first one, and this is the first time he's been on my radar, like my release radar as number 
like one, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me because I always usually have to fucking scroll through it or I find an Instagram feed. But I really did enjoy the uh, Orange Print by Larry June. I, I didn't I listen to it. Al- yet. I love that album a lot, actually. Larry June's got a top ten album for me. Oh, nice. And I I never would expect that. Like Larry June's very great riding music and like definitely like just vibing or smoking or chilling or something like that. But I never really went. I mean, besides a couple singles, I never really went back and like listened to it seriously. This one I'm probably gonna play all summer. Hmm. <laughs> I, I actually really enjoyed this project. Uh, Orange Print by Larry June, just start to finish, man. This shit is great. Uh, they have fe- he has features by Dej Loaf, Trade of Truth, Money Man, and there's like an intro from uh, Herm Lewis on there. Nice. Uh, yeah, start to finish. This album's a fucking ride, man. Seven Mile Bike Ride. Huh. The, the final outro track so there's a Detroit there's a hell of a has production on here so there's like it's some, some Detroit shit on there but yeah it's uh yeah it's a it's a vibe man for sure and you know Dej Loaf on the album too so that's I didn't like that good. song that's the only one I Dej heard Loaf, off it yeah that that's the good. only one it was is it was, it was alright yeah. I mean definitely it was not the high point of the album but it wasn't like I didn't think it was terrible right. but that's one I could kind of Eh, I wouldn't skip over it. It kind of fits the format of the album, I guess. But, right. Yep. Yeah. If I'm listening to the whole thing, it's straight. But I believe, damn, this is kind of tough. Like a song off here. I think I'm gonna go with Tangible Assets. Okay. But in fact, you know what, Neil, do this. Huh. The last five seconds of the intro to Uncle Herman and let it go to Tangible Assets. Okay. The last like five seconds of the intro because it it just blends so great. All right. Let's see. Oh, shoot. I have it turned all the way down. Yes, Lord. Let's make it do what it do. Yes, Lord. Good job, Larry. Way to go, Herm. That's him. I was broke as fuck. Baby on the way. Had to make a way. Pimpin' selling anything to bring in this case. Seen it in my eyes. I was stressed. I ain't come to play. Now it's 458 and 63s when it's time to skate. Time I hug with the white bitch. I'm in Mission Bay. I don't do security. Hollow tips to hit your DNA. Bottle water. About to go jogging. Then it's back to paper. Cool kid. I know what the mags. Got a cool collection. If I make a hundred thousand, then I'm Saving 98, Ocean Beach, right down my goals, and I like the J. First class when I'm on the flight, need the extra space. It's a little bit of tangible ass. That's out of Larry June. June's the man. Um, <laughs> yeah, then let's see. What else do I have? Because I had a bunch of them down here. Um, I'm not going to talk about it at length because I didn't think it was very good. I think Migos have kind of run their course. I didn't find Culture 3 to be that exciting. I thought it was pretty boring. Um, so I'm gonna skip right over it. Uh, that was gonna be one of my. She was my other something I'll, new. <laughs> I'll, let you, I'll let you talk about it then. <laughs> um, uh, my next one, I went with King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which is one of my favorite psychedelic rock bands. They have a new album out called Butterfly Butterfly Three Thousand. Um, these guys are probably the most prolific in rock music by far. These guys drop like at least once a year, at least. I think they have like something like thirty something albums, and they've been out for like. Five years. It's like some kind of crazy shit like that. Um, but yeah, no, the really this this is probably their most um like commercially listenable album because it's definitely like a lot of crazy psychedelic rock shit, but like it's definitely um I don't know, it's got more of like a appeal to the masses type of thing. I on some of it, I believe. I'm gonna go with Blue Morpho because I think this song is really cool. So I'll just get, let you guys get a listen for yourself. Um here is Blue Morpho out of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard.
going to cut it off right before you get to the meat and potatoes of it. So you have to go listen to it yourself. It gets pretty heavy right after teaser. that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's a little bit of Blue Morpho off King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard's new album, Butterfly 3000. And now back over to E. Yeah, I just wanted to reiterate, reiterate, uh, reiterate what you said about the Migos album. I didn't think it was that great, to be honest with you, overall. It's not bad. It's definitely it's not terrible. It's not bad. There's definitely some Like, I love Straightening. That single off of there was uh, great. I thought their fir- uh, the first song, I forget the name of it, was really cool. I did uh, like the Beebs track. I did like the Juice World track. Uh, the Drake feature was kind of weird. That was, yeah, not very <laughs> really good. Kinda, it was um, like uh, kind of a letdown. I was kind of expecting more out of that song. I, I like it better than I like Culture 2. Yeah, definitely sure. agreed. Agreed with that. Agreed with <laughs> I definitely that. like it better than I like Culture 2. There's songs I'm going to go back to on this album. My thing is I just don't like... One first thing, I don't like 1920-song albums that much. Yeah, that's one. That's one. That's my first beef yeah. with it. Second and all, it's just like... I don't think the Migos necessarily run their course. I think they got a couple more hits in them. Like there, there are oh, hits, be like, there are hits on this album. Yeah, I for just sure. don't think sure. it's a complete album. Yeah, you know, like I, I it's kind of like how I felt about the Khaled album. Like it's there are pieces there, but there's something not quite there. I no. think I think the biggest problem with it is is not really their rapping because they actually they no, rap they, pretty that fucking was the good. Best rapping they've had in they, a long they time. They rap it's, pretty good on it, but I think that it the, was a production. The production is boring to me. I think Man. the production has really kind of like and see this is why I, I'm gonna play a little tiny bit of it. This is the song I did like off it called Avalanche because the production was totally different yeah, than shit that track, they normally right? yeah. do. It's like got that sweet. Uh, Temptation sample in it from Papa was a Rolling Stone. Ooh. Papa so was a Rolling Stone, but Ooh. now I got Rolling Stones in the bezel. Ice. Mama at home all alone, hustling, trying to keep this like shit together. This sounds tight. Man. I go over this cool, like, smoking on gas, I'm living too fast. downplayed beat. If I go back to the past, my niggas ain't know we'll be rocking Coachella. Hey. If a nigga ever try me or play me, I buy him an ice dash shovel. Ice. Dig your own grave, nigga, you played yourself. I put some cash on your schedule. You played yourself. If a bitch ever try to fillet me, huh? I just sit back and let her. She got it. Think she come up off the chores, whatever. My pockets came with extra cheddar. I can see through the fuck shit. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds fucking sweet over that fucking temptation shit. But yeah, I, I don't know. Some of the trap beats just get like really boring and played out, and they're not like the greatest it, it of trap beats. It depends. Like, it's like. So many people have ran with the Migo style. Oh, it's kind of sure, like how, it's sure. like how people feel about Kid Cudi, I feel like, in a way. Although, I'm, I can't really yeah. compare the two. Necessarily. There's yeah, no, no way to really compare the two. But, like, you get somebody, you get people that's kind of, like, your students, if you will, in a mm-hmm. way. Like, they kind of take, like, your sound and kind of make it their own. Like, say, like, with Cudi, you have, like, you know, Travis Scott or Trippy Red yeah. or something like that. Like, people that's running with that sound and, like, doing something else with it. Yeah. Migos kind of has that same problem. So they're trying to figure out. Um, maybe they're trying to figure out what to do different, which, they're like I said, their rapping has gotten way fucking better. Like, as far as, like, lyrically. Mm-hmm. I think it's I might, it might be a production thing. It might... It might be one of those albums that grows on me later. Who knows? Like, yeah, I, maybe. It might, it, I think, in fact, I think it might be one of those ones where I didn't really get it on the first try because that's not what I was used to hearing from you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how I felt about Gambino's album, too, like well, Awaken My Love. I didn't instantly love it. Yeah, but this sounds exactly like the other two, though. No, I'm, I'm just saying like that same fit or 808s and Heartbreaks, like that same effect like where I don't get it at first, and then maybe it's going to grow on me later. Yeah. Like, you know, if I listen to it like a second or a third time. Right. But, you know, some things don't use, sometimes things don't click on the first run. So I'm going right. gi- to give it a shot. There's songs I do like on it. Um, you know, I, I think that's what to it. I think what you were just describing is what they need to actually do, the Migos. I think they need to stop making like so stop going with these culture themes in a row because they all sound like the same album. They all sound like they were recorded at the same time. You guys were all into the same shit at that time. Like, 
try something new. I mean, Venture there was, up. There were some grown man change, bars in there. Change the name up, uh, you know, change there, the vibe some, up, change yeah. up how you do things. There's some grown man bars in there. Yeah, but I'm just talking about their whole entire sound. It's all, whole... it's all relatively the same. But that's them. They 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 started that. Yeah, but <laughs> that, you, that's them. That's not. I mean, you can't really. I mean, you can't you can make the same album sixteen I mean, times and expect people to still be. I mean, interested. Kiss got rid of the makeup, and then what happened? But that has nothing to do with the sound of the music. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but it's just their influence. Like that's that's them. That is their swag. That's their lane. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the music being bad. I mean, I I don't care if they're influenceable or if they're swaggy I mean, or shit. I'm but, talking about their music. Is I mean, it's dried it's a part up. of the whole thing, though. It's a part of the whole aesthetic of an artist. Like it's not just the music; no, it's, it's the not. look. Yeah, it, it is though. How is it a part it, of it an aesthetic is, of an artist to make boring music? That doesn't even make any sense. No, I'm not saying make boring music. I'm that's saying like, doing. the music that you make. That's what your opinion is. That is your opinion about the boring music thing. I'm saying in general about the artist aspect of it. Like this is their third one in a series, right? Yeah. People are expecting a certain thing from them at this point because they are, you know. Out of the whole like swaggy rap type thing, I would say they are leaders in that. Am I right? I think where people were expecting something better out of them. I don't think people were expecting the same shit that they keep doing and over and over. I think people were hoping for something different out of the Migos. At least that's that's, I mean, that's that, what I that's, was. That's your take. I think some people like if you can, and this is how I think we had the same argument about Kid Cudi's third album. If you can make the same shit and the same X amount of people are gonna hear it, why change it? The Migos, I feel like, are not. Being are, an I was about to say, the Migos, I feel like, are not in, necessarily in that caliber where they can change it and they can make it dope. However, they can't go. I don't know if they can go too far away from that. Like there was grown man bars on this album. There's like hints of like, hey, we're trying to grow. We're trying to do something different. I think that they're gonna lean more towards that way, but you can't completely alienate a whole another fan base who's expecting some other shit. So that's like the dilemma of an artist right there. Mm, I don't know. So, I I disagree with that point. I think that I just don't find them to be. I mean, artistry is important to me as a listener, and they're not displaying artistry in my opinion because they're not risking anything or trying anything adventurous or new. They're just doing what's safe, and I'm. It's just not for me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, moving on because I don't want to talk about Migos for sixty-seven years. <laughs> um, the next one that I had, actually, I won't even talk about it that long because I didn't get to the whole thing. But it sounded pretty good off the first like uh, handful of songs that I listened to, which was the uh, Emotional Oranges album, Juice Pack. Shout out to Rory. Uh, yeah, he's their what their manager. Yep. Um, but yeah, that's definitely some really cool, interesting sounding R and B music. Um, I want to dive into the rest of it. I didn't have time to finish I the whole. project. Listen to the Down to Miami, the video. Actually, we watched. I, I watched the video, uh, Lindy and I, mm-hmm. yesterday uh, on it. Uh, it's definitely some higher production on it. Yes. Yeah, yes. it's definitely some higher production on the on the video. I didn't listen to the album yet. That was definitely one of the ones I kind of wanted to mention just because I, I planned on listening to it. Right. But I haven't had a chance to get around to it. But, yeah, uh, I'm excited to check that one out as well as the Bobby Sessions one, which I know is on your list. Yep, that was another sure. one I wanted to check out, too. This Juice Box 2 is a cool I, – I like the way they packaged it up. It's, um, you know, like I think the Juice Box – uh, theme is cool. I like the artwork is really cool. They did a really sweet job in here. I'm going to play a little bit of uh, a track because it's got Vince Staples on it. It's a shit. They have a feature on every single song, too, which is kind of crazy. They got uh, Channel Trays on the first track, then Big Pig, Child, Becky G, Vince Staples, They, uh, Yendry, which I'm not familiar with, and Kiana Lede, but I don't know who her, she is as well. But here's a little bit of back and forth uh, featuring Vince Staples. I said I'm done, but still you act 
dynamic and dude shout out to whoever the fuck mixed that album because jesus does that sound delicious <laughs> it sounds so good to hear nah, man <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's, that's some summer shit right there yep. i'm definitely gonna play down the way home that's for sure and um and the last one that i had that e-man just mentioned was the bobby sessions album um i wasn't real. i'm very new to this guy as an artist um his last project was dope i didn't even know about his last project i haven't heard this is the first full-length project yeah. i've heard by him there was a 2021 he put out that i uh i mean while we were off that came out and i listened to it and i thought it was dope and then he had that i'm a king thing with meg yeah that's well, the that one that i knew the, uh, yeah. that was but not black panther what was it welcome to america yeah welcome to too. america too yeah. yep um yeah that's the first one that i heard that i'm a king and i'm like oh dude this guy is nice um yeah, he's uh he's young, and I think a lot of people are gonna start paying attention to his music after this. Bobby Sessions, young legend. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna go with the uh, title track because I think it's pretty dope. It's got Rick Ross on it, and it's called Penthouse Prayers. Just a little bit of that for you. Beat is tight. Yeah. Bobby Session, Young Legend. Yeah. Hey. I knew that I would eat back at high school at the lunch line. I think about it sometimes. War inside the mind. I was ten toes on the front line. Don't choke when it's crunch time. Verses become difficult and hooks harder to come by. Holes harder to fuck now. Watch can't get it bust down. Read over them bank statements. No, the cash raising uh... for Leap Chow. White, I guess, was too basic. Need ice over your teeth now. You know what we missed for like a month? Huh. There was a single that I don't think neither one of us mentioned on this podcast. Like a, that had, came out like a month ago, uh-huh. and I finally caught myself to mention it. You know about the Love Renaissance thing, the LVRN, the label. No, LVRN is home to artists such as Summer Walker, Black, Westside Boogie, uh, OMB Bloodbath, and BRS Cash. And there's actually a group with all of them now, minus Summer Walker. Wait, there's run a group that one down one more time. Uh, who is Love Renaissance on? is the name of the group. Yeah, who all's in it? Uh, in the group. Uh, everybody on LVRN with a label. So Black, Westside oh. Boogie. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, we did play. Um, did we play the Just Say That? Yeah, yeah. We, we talked we? about it because um, we, we were. I don't pl- remember playing that. Yeah, because we played. I think we played it because we were talking about. Um, maybe we didn't play the song. Maybe we just talked about it because they released all those freestyle the videos. The song was fucking great. I, like, I, it yeah. came up on my place. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't think we ever played this on the pod, but yeah. Yeah. What, uh, let's see. Hold on. Let me try. They only got it. the one single out right now. But what is the single called? Uh, just say that. Just say that. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, let's give you a little clip of it so you can hear what the hell we were just talking about. Um, here's a little bit of "Just Say That" out of Re- Love Renaissance. You no, know, Westside Boogie's gonna murder this beat. Love Renaissance. 
dishonest. If you wanna fuck me, then what's up, baby? Just say that. If you out here broke, ain't got no money, then just say that. Remember we were poor, but not no more, just had to say that. You better not say that. You know we don't play that. If you wanna fuck me, then what's up, baby? Just say that. If you out here broke, ain't got no money, then just say that. Remember we were poor, but not no more, just had to say that. You better not say that. You know we don't play that. I get here like a wave, kept me and when it go way back. Remember when they slip on me? This right here the payback. I styled on her, she ride on it. I put some miles on the fire on me. I can't find him, I put my guys on it. Dude got out of line, he lost his mind, so I put five on it. Murder takes some time, don't it? No, I got my mind. I wanna mind get to the West Side Boogie Bar. Yeah. <laughs> let's here, let's just do it like this. Turn it down for a hot second, and then let's just come back. Alright, let's come back for a little bit. <laughs> banter, banter, banter. <laughs> oh, here he is. Oh, let me just rewind that. You gotta hear this. I'm a bad motherfucker if you love me. You want a nigga who ain't for the streets, you could have said that. Uh, I swear you could have told me from the jump so I could get that. Uh, big cap, big cap, mismatch, mismatch. I can't. Big bag, big bag, big facts, big facts. I say, I swear I'm gonna change. Uh, I swear to God, I've been fighting off my whole ways. Uh, that's what my whole say. Well, you gotta grow. Uh, stop trying to fuck on every homegirl that I know. Well, that shit's so low. I love What's That Boogie. I cannot wait for his album to come out. You know, I had a debate with Sean and some random dude at Oh Miami Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, no, no. This was during the week. Today, yes, that was yesterday. This is like Thursday night. We went out and we were talking about West Side Boogie. I like West Side Boogie a lot. I genuinely like West Side Boogie. I think he's dope. I think he's a great rapper. I think he's a great artist. Do you think he will be a top tier guy? Like uh like uh we're talking like a Mount Ever like a not Mount Everest Mount Rushmore Mount Rushmore type guy. For I mean I don't know if he's gonna ever um get that acclaim from like the mainstream success. But as far as do you think it's music, a Nipsey thing? As like, far as yeah. music goes, I, he's he's easily in my top five of current art for current rappers right now. That like, was my argument. Question. I think Boogie is a, an excellent rapper. He's definitely a top ten. I would say out right now, like mm-hmm. currently. I don't think he's gonna end up on a Mount Rushmore. I don't think so. I think, well, <laughs> that's, that was my that was my yeah. Argument. No, I don't think he'll ever. And get, I and I and I like Boogie a lot. I don't see him ever. And being... I, and I, it's not even because of his music is is a politic thing. Well, I just They're don't just see him being a mainstream guy. He's more of an underground cat. And I think he's gonna stay kind of like kind on of the a underground. Big crit. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. Um, but I mean. As far as replay value goes, I listened to Everything Is For Sale, his last album from 2018, more than I listened to most albums. It's kind of like The Sun's Tirade by Isaiah Rashad to me. I listen to it constantly. It's one of the albums that I actually go... Because a lot of new music, I'll listen to it you know, once or twice, and then I'm like, you know, kind of almost done with it sometimes because there's so much new shit coming at us all the time. So, um, yeah, I, for me, he is for, for sure, but I don't think I don't see him being like a mainstream rapper, really. Um, is that it for something else, something new? Uh, one more project that I just wanted to mention. I haven't actually even heard it yet, but I just wanted to shout her out because she's kind of been making some um, some waves around here, and that's um, out of the Ipsy um, Amplify Washtenaw, um, you know, scene. There's um, trans artist London Beck. I've heard that um, name a lot. Recently. Yeah, I've been seeing her a lot um, on the different, um, you know, on my social media and up and down. And I know she's got a new album out out right now called the black satin sessions and i've been hearing a lot of cool things so i thought maybe we could just listen to one song off it or just a little clip of it and i was going through i don't know i haven't heard any of this so i don't know the vibe of any of it but i like the title uh muse over so let's try to check out a little bit of muse over by london beck because we want to definitely support um 
the um, you know Metro Detroit area and all of our local artists. So here's a little bit of her. I think Danny Darling is how I found out about this artist. Yeah, she's a part of Amplify Washington. Yep. I see you in the side view, distant, tired echoes. Must be from a past life, time seems far too fleeting. So far. This is interesting. I want to go back and listen to this project because it kind of reminds me a little bit of Moses Subney um, with the vocals. Uh, that, that is really tight. Um, shout out to London Beck. I'm going to go check out your project. Was there any other local, uh, local I, noise? I didn't see any other local releases, I don't think, um, of this week. Um, that was the only one that I had I, really saw. I know Danny's got her stuff coming out. Um, I want to say shout out to Danae. Um, last week, I had the opportunity to go help Danae out with. Um, you've heard us talk about her on the podcast before. Right. Um, help her out in Detroit. She was down there. Well, actually, in Hamtramck, uh, filming a music video. I don't want to say too much about it because I don't know how she plans on rolling it out or anything. But um, it seems to be a pretty cool concept that she had going on, and it was fun just to kind of get there. And I wasn't there there the day they actually shot the video, but I was there uh, the first day when we were helping with the set design. So. Shout out to Danae. I'm really excited to hear all the music that you've been working on. Looks like our boy has a release coming, too. Who? Friend of the show. Who? Our boy. Our boy, Frosty. Oh, shit. Yeah, Frosty, Frosty the Red. I like saw he... him down there in uh, Belle Isle shooting a video the he, other day, too. Uh, yeah, apparently he's going on a press run. He hit me up about uh, podcasts and shit he can go on. I'm like, okay, yep, I got yep. you. Yep. I'm like, I'll, oh, I'll I would love to have names. Frost back on. I'm like, he I'll can... send you a couple names your way, and <laughs> obviously you can come on here. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, he's... <laughs> I would love to have – we could have Frost on more regularly because he's fucking hilarious, dude. He, Frost is such a character. Um, Frost is one of my favorite people to uh, just even hang out with, indulge in beers with, yep. and other substances that I won't say on this podcast. But Frost <laughs> like, is inspiring to me in a way, too. Frost, to me, like, I love that. is I love a good that example on how to you know be a dad and a family man but still like have fun with your life and you know like not rush into being like an old – like you know, boring person, you know, he's still doing all kinds of fun stuff, but also like championing his, you know, his wife and kid at the same time. Yeah, so. man. He, yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I, I, I Frost is a good dude. Man. Yeah, he is. It's for sure. Friend, Frost, friend of the show. If you're listening, man, come of, back whenever uh, you want. In general. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you heard him a few weeks ago on here because we had a phone call. That was like him. our very first episode back, I think. Yeah, I think you might be right. Speaking of phone calls. Oh yeah. Let's get into that. Talk to, uh, to another guy. Before we wrap Another this guy episode, that's been on here before. I didn't have anything like out of the news uh, segment this week. A, Do you have I have a, couple, a few couple things. things? All right, cool. yeah, there's there's some crazy shit that happened in the world. Sweet. Uh, so we will talk to Gabe, and then we'll touch on what E Man has. Stop telling people ahead of time we were calling. Oh, I want to be a surprise. It's Gabe. It's Gabe. I want to be a surprise. Surprise, bitch! Didn't answer. <laughs> he knows we're calling. <laughs> Watch Gabe gonna call back in like 
10 minutes or something. When we're already wrapped. Seven. Three. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> right. Gabe, we'll get at you next week, brother. Here's some, uh, <laughs> here's some news. I, I have a feeling he's about to call back in like two minutes. <laughs> if he does, so we'll answer, try, but if not. Let's get through some news here real quick. Yep. All right. So there's uh, there's some stuff in the news where I want to talk about. Some of it happy. Some of it sad. Some of it like, what the fuck? Uh, so we went through the Austin shooting. Prayers up for that. You hear about the Scottie Pippen news? Uh, No. Scotty Pippen. Oh, before we before I get into that, uh, while I was sitting here, uh, actor Ned uh, Beatty passed away. Uh, known for Toy Story three, Rango, Rudy, Shooter. Whose voice uh, was Superman. he in Toy Story? I think he was Toy Story three. I think he was the bear, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Toy okay. Story three. I can I can double check that. I'll so he was fact he was mostly a, a voice actor. No, no, he was in a bunch of other shit too. He was in Superman as well. And there's there would be Gabe right there. <laughs> but uh, prayers up for Ned Beatty. He passed away today at 83. Oh, there's Gabe. <laughs> Yo, what hey, up? Hey, what up, dude? <laughs> there's my favorite future Texas resident. <laughs> I just I just missed you, man. I was grilling. I had a feeling I was like, Gabe, watch Gabe not pick up. <laughs> Always. Bro. And then you know p- and call me right back. <laughs> you know me. What's up, man? How you been? Hanging, man. Hanging. Dad and I finished the lawn. I well, mostly mostly he did it, and so I just uh, helped him out, and uh, I just uh, just finished grilling a little bit. We actually got uh, fish and. Uh, Tater tops dinner today. Oh, man, that sounds so good. I, call, I said I was calling you today. Eric got mad excited because he was like, oh, shit, we can talk about soup. So we got Subaru talk today. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, man. I'm fucking, I'm ready. I'm ready. I wish I had known other than fucking... 30 minutes ahead of time, but... <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, we're gonna, we, tried to call, we were to call you last week, too, and then we just got busy, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna follow up with him this week. That's fair, that's fair. So, how's everything going, bro? What's up? Uh... It's going, you know, it's going, we're hanging, you know, dad and I are getting ready to sell a house, so if you, uh, if you know anybody that wants a house, hit me up, uh, you know, you got my contact info. Sure. I got you. What's, uh, any music you've been listening to recently? Any beer you've been drinking? Um, beer I've been drinking lately, uh, Modelo. Okay. Hey, shout out Constellations. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then uh, music, a lot of like, uh, you know, I've been trying to get in the mood for Texas. So, uh, Paul Wall. I've been li- listening Travis to, Scott. I've been trying to listen to like a Meg. lot of, I, I mentioned them before on the pod, uh, Texas Tornadoes. I've been listening to them a little bit. I've never heard and of them. And then uh, some, old, some older Marty Robbins stuff. My boy's trying to put me on this dude, Buck Owens. So I've been I've been listening to that. That's sweet. Yeah. I, I haven't heard yeah. uh, any of those, so I'm gonna check all of those out. Yo, dude, <laughs> dude, Neil, you'll love Marty Robbins, man. He's a he's an El Paso native, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So I'm check that out. He's uh, I, he's he's got a song where he talks about he, he does uh, check out the album called uh, Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs. There's a song on there uh, where he talks about like just like trying to like. Killed this dude for the hand of a of a uh, a, a maiden at a at Rose's Cantina, and I've been to the actual Rose's Cantina. That's cool as hell. Oh, crazy! <laughs> That's tight, man. I'll check that out. Yeah, man. But yeah, uh, anything new in the music world for you? Um, I've been meaning. I've been meaning. I can't remember if I linked them to you guys. I thought I did. It was just I was so funny story. I was. On, I was listening to you know Day Day Pivot, Day Day from a uh, Pivot Gang. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I don't. 
Oh, he's um, you know, he's the producer for like Saba and all that. Oh, okay, stuff. okay. Um, let me see if I can find him. Well, he he does these live streams where people can like play their music and he'll he'll critique them. And uh, I found this dude called Mill Miller. I had a DM with him. Huh. I'm trying to find it. I wonder if he changed his name. I had a DM with him because uh, he just had this fucking fire song, dude. Oh, it was incredible. But turns out it was farther back than I thought it was. <laughs> you Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you think it, think if you think of it, send it to us so we can check it out. Yeah, I will. I'm I'm looking right now. Uh, a lot, you know, a lot's happened in the in the. The past month, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so for sure. We, yeah, I must say, prayers oh, out to you, oh, man. But yeah, thank you. No, he changed. He changed his name. His name is uh, Amar Miller. It used to be M period I period L period. Mm. So, but uh, I knew he went by Miller. He's from Toledo, Ohio, which you know, pretty pretty local. So, I'll uh, we don't count Ohio as a state. We <laughs> <talking about>. <laughs> Coming from the guy that was just vacationing there. I wasn't vacationing yeah, 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 yeah. in Ohio. Okay. I went to a couple breweries and I went to the Underworld Other World Museum in Ohio. Sounds like a vacation not, to me. Not my fault. I would have went to any of the other forty nine states had that location been there. <laughs> well, I, I just linked you his profile on, on Instagram. So sweet. He's got it's like it's like one of the first like four posts I think. So, cool. But uh, it, it it's good shit. I liked it. So sweet. Um, other than that, I just been hanging. Dad and I went to the Grand Prix yesterday. Oh, nice! How was beers, that? Yelled at some cars, man. It was great. I got a picture with one of my favorite drivers. Sweet. Um, Jordan Taylor. Shout out Jordan Taylor for uh, letting me bother him for a photo. <laughs> That's awesome. I forgot the Grand Prix was going on this weekend. No wonder why it was so busy downtown. That makes sense. Yeah. Bell yeah. was Today fucking was slam. Yeah. Well, that's pretty sweet, dude. Well, we're running kind of long as it is, so we're going to let you go, but we will check in with you probably one of these next few weeks and maybe give you yep. a heads up more than just a half an hour before the show. <laughs> hey, if you guys want to have me like physically there, I'm down too. So. Okay, sweet. Yeah, we would love that. You're cool, a gay cool. back in the room. We will talk to you yep. about that on a good date that we can get you in here because that would be fun. Yeah. Hell yeah, definitely, man. Let me know. Hit me up. I'm, I'm around. So. All right, Mike. All right, bro. All right, man. Take Peace, it easy. Boys. Hey, Eric, Eric, let me race you in your Jetta, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, all, all right, bro. Right. Bye. Later. Yeah, uh, Ned Beatty, by the way, he was no slouch. He had a lot of a lot of credits to his name. It looks like uh, Golden Globe Award, Best Supporting Actor for Heart and My Song, a uh, couple Emmys. He got nominated for Academy Award. Uh, yeah, he wasn't a slouch. Real quick, just because I saw it pop up on my thing before I forget. Apparently, because um, Amazon Prime Day is coming up, there's going to be a Prime Day concert. I think it's a virtual thing. Oh, yeah, with Kid Cudi, Billie yeah. Eilish, and her. Yeah, yeah that looks yeah. pretty sweet. I was, was going to talk about that next. Sweet. Actually. Yeah. All right, sweet. Um, yeah, so I'll kick it back over to E-Man then because he had a couple more I things. got some more. And most of it's depressing, I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm trying, I want to save that for, like, the happy news. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I there's one. There actually is one good one. I'll save that for a minute. But the Scottie Pippen book is where I was about to go into. So Scottie Pippen is releasing... A book called Unguarded, which will shed light on his relationship with Michael Jordan. Uh, he was talking about 
the the Last Dance documentary, which uh-huh. you know was supposed I didn't. To be. I still didn't fucking watch that. You never watched the Last no, Dance? No, I keep what? forgetting. I I keep thinking yeah. about it, and then I mean to go watch it, and I forget. So good call, good reminder. All right, sweet. Got Sorry. you. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, with Scotty Pippen, uh, Chicago Bulls legend Scotty Pippen. This is going by Bleacher Report, by the way. Uh, legend Scotty Pippen has announced details about his upcoming book Unguarded, which shed light on his relationship with Michael Jordan. The book publisher, who I won't name, released a synopsis of Unguarded, which is scheduled for a no- no- ah, November release. Uh, the synopsis suggests that there is no Michael Jordan as we know him without the presence of Scottie Pippen in on the 1990s Bulls. Which, Scottie Pippen, you know, if it was in the documentary, when Jordan left, it was up to Scottie. It was up to Scottie pretty much to get mm-hmm. him in a playoff position in yeah. the first place, and then Jordan decided to get there. Uh in the, if you watch the documentary, I can see how – it depends on how you look at it. If you look at it as like a Michael Jordan doc, it was a very good Michael Jordan doc. Right. If you look at it as like the Chicago Bulls in that era, then you kind of get into the aspect of, okay, yeah, they portrayed Scottie Pippen as just like the Luigi to his Mario. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of was, but at the same time, Scottie Pippen is amazing. an NBA legend. Yeah. And, is amazing, <laughs> and should regard it for the king of – the court that he right. is. It's just that he was... Rodman over there. Dennis Rodman, the Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah, Steve Kerr so, was yeah. killing it too. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I mean, I, my thing is just like, you... Scotty Pippen's a legend. We're not going to deny that. He just was in the shadow. He's just unfortunate that he was in the shadow of Michael Jordan. And that was one big thing. And the other big thing was they highlighted in a documentary was his contract that he signed, which, you know, was a bullshit contract. It was like $10 million over... What seven or eight seasons or some shit, some some crazy low for yeah. like the, you know, like for the talent and for what he did am to I, him. Am I thinking of someone else or did Scottie Pippen lose a kid? Scottie Pippen just lost a kid like recently. Yeah, like I thought that I heard that. Two. That's really sad. Um, oh for sure. Um, yeah, that's really sad. Shout out to um Scottie Pippen. That's really uh that'd be a really hard thing. I can't even fathom that. Um, I'm not a father myself, but I could only only imagine how uh heartbreaking that would be to lose a as a son, right? Yeah, it was a son. Yeah, um, yeah, that's sad. Um, yeah, then um, what did you have? A you said you had one more news story, uh, or I think I had one too. Yeah, that I got I some. I got about. some album. Oh, Polo G got arrested after his uh, Polo G or Polo G is a rapper that had an album out last week, and he got arrested on like a shooting for like a shooting outside of his fucking album release party. So that's cool. Mm. <laughs> um, in worse news, I want to say that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, you heard about uh, Bo uh, Bo Schumbelcher, the former Schumbeckler. Schumbeckler, yeah, Bo <laughs> no. Schumbeckler. Yeah, no, I apologize, <laughs> Michigan fans. <laughs> Bo Schumbeckler. <laughs> no, what happened? Uh, so, and there was rumors that. There was the team doctor, uh, Robert Anderson, was abusing uh, players. Really? Yeah. Like oh a, boy. A, yeah, like a, like a Joe Paterno type situation. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, going by, go, just reading off ESPN, two former Michigan football players said Thursday, this past Thursday, that believed that they could have been spared from sexual assault if their coach, Bo Schimbeckler, had addressed complaints about the former team doctor, Uh-oh. Robert Anderson, made by Schimbeckler's son, Matt. Uh-oh. Ooh, that doesn't look good. Yeah, uh, both players good. said they also tried to warn Bo about Anderson's abusive treatment and were ignored. Both men said previously they talked to investigators about being molested by Anderson while they were put on the football team, but publicly revealed their identities for the first time earlier this week. 
Oh my god. Yeah, this was a. Uh, let's see. How do I not the hear? Two I didn't players hear anything were, about this? I won't. I won't give the two players' name, but they uh, they join. Well, if it's uh, his, they join Bo's son Matt on a Thursday news conference in Michigan uh, to share the stories. And the two players played for the Michigan Wolverines in the late seventies, or one played in the late seventies, the other one played in the early eighties. Jesus. Yeah. So his um, own son was saying that he was abused too. No, his own son. Well, his own son was telling about. He wasn't saying he was abused. He was saying that there was. He heard the rumors mm. about these two players that were abused by the team doctor. Around that time, I'm sure we're gonna hear more about this. Most Schimbelecker passed weeks. away, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so that's bad. That's the bad news. There's yeah, also sure. there's a little bit of good news here. Did you hear about Sony Music? No. Recently, so uh, going by a Pitchfork article, Sony Music to pay royalties to uncoop legacy artists through producers and major produce ah, artists and producers and major policy change. Oh, that's good. Artists signed to Sony before 2000 who have yet to recruit their advances will start recovering royalties to, quote, to increase the ability of those who qualify to receive more money from uses of their music. So I'm saying it's probably for, like, commercials and shit or video games or whatever it may be. Uh, Sony Music Entertainment has announced that it will begin paying our royalties to legacy artists and producers who signed the company prior to 2000 and have yet to recruit their advances. Uh, Music Business Worldwide reports. Sony reportedly made that announcement in a letter that company sends to thousands of artists today. The new policy, dubbed the Legacy Unrecoup Balance Program, falls under a new Sony initiative called Artists Forward, aimed to improve communications and transparency with creators. Hmm. That's dope. That's just the first yeah. paragraph. There's probably some more shit to the story. Yeah. But I mean, that's that's dope. That's you know, the music industry. Hopefully, try making I, steps in the right direction. Hopefully, you mm-hmm. know, I don't I don't know if there's any underlying things there. Yeah. You know, if I was an artist, I I definitely still would be skeptical. But I mean, that's definitely sounds like a step in the right direction. For sure. So that's dope. That's a little bit of cool news there. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of album anniversaries. Oh, and the NBA shit I wanted to talk about real quick, and I'll just run through it. Jeff Bezos is going to space first I saw and that. foremost. <laughs> uh, Tom, Tom Thibodeau wins Coach of the Year, who's the coach of the New York Knicks. Oh, cool. You know they got to the playoffs a year earlier than they were supposed to, probably. But yeah. yeah. Uh, Nikola Jokic wins the NBA MVP. He is the first center nice. to do it since 2000. Nice. That was cool. Uh, the Carter Three turns 13. Oh shit! Really? Wow. Joe <laughs> Budden's uh, debut album turned 18. I saw Stop that. Metal. Yep. Yep. Food and Liquor by Lupe turns 15. Nice. Metallica Saint Ang- uh, Saint Anger turns 18. <laughs> uh, you know, I actually. Like the fucking large drums on that song, they have aged well to me, and that's another bold statement you guys can fucking. Yeah, that's like the worst for. album ever. <laughs> the, the album as a whole is not great. No. I do like that song though. I don't know why. I, maybe maybe because they went to San Quentin in the video and then was drums drumming for prisoners. I think that's why I like the album so much because of the video. That's an instance where the video made a song better for sure. I bought that album when it came out and I put it in my <laughs> CD player and drove straight back to fucking Dearborn Music and said, "Take this shit back. I don't want it. It's terrible." Oh, shit. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Blink 182's "Take Your Pants and Jacket Off" turns 20. <laughs> take off your pants and jacket. That's what it's called. Yeah, take your pants and jacket. Right. <laughs> uh, believe. Do that. Oh, Foo Fighters. I've never been big into the Foo Fighters. Quite honestly, I always kind of thought they were overrated. Uh, I like the Foo Fighters, man. <laughs> 
by Foo Fighters. It, hmm. In your honor, uh, by Foo Fighters turns 16 hmm. tomorrow. I actually didn't like this. I didn't mind the Sonic Highways album. Like that what was it 2004? It's okay. I mean, I don't hate it. I just yeah. don't think it's like it's not really like. I like David Grohl personally. So doesn't push the envelope very much. Just you know, pretty general rock music. But it's I fine. Got it's a fine. Confession <laughs> to make. <laughs> I caught me off guard. That was funny. Ah, um, shit. I, anyways, I, David Grohl, I love you, man. <laughs> no, I, I do love David Grohl. I, I do love David Grohl. I, I, I'm definitely not not a hater at all. I love all right. uh, Nirvana. So, I love them Crooked Vultures. I love David Grohl as a person. But uh, yeah. And real quickly, the only thing that I have newsworthy that I wanted to say is I'm so glad I didn't fall for the jucks like millions and millions of other people did about the, and buy uh, that stupid Mayweather? ass fight. Because <laughs> man, are we now seeing that that shit is just a total uh, cash grab? I mean, Floyd Mayweather was even bragging about it himself that he robbed everybody no, of their I mean, money. Come on, that is a cash. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a cash. Floyd Mayweather is. Arguably the greatest pound for pound boxer right. to ever do it, right. and you're fighting a YouTuber. Right. I get it. You know who I actually do applaud in these I get it for them, though? for sure. Yeah, Jake and Logan. I actually really applaud them. For sure. Them. They made a lot of money. For sure. They put themselves in a position where they can do shit like oh, this yeah, smart. and make it work. Yeah, they're smart. I'm just Floyd not going to put his, himself in a position where, you know, he's 51 and 0 or whatever. Yeah. He can take these fights, make a bag, fucking not get hurt, yeah. and go about his main. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. So, smart for him. who, you know, I, I mean, don't does, people it, are gonna does fall it hurt for it. your legacy? For yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, to me it does. But I understand from like money what I don't think Floyd needs it. I don't know his financial situation, mind you. Yeah. But. I already spends a lot, but I don't know anything about him either, so I don't know. What and it, then I thought it was pretty funny too that Lamar Odom knocked out Aaron Carter in like fucking two seconds. <laughs> I mean Chad Ocho single got knocked out too. No, he didn't he didn't. Or he knock got knocked out. No, he, he got, got knocked, knocked out. out. He got right back up though. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, give give Ocho some fucking credit. Well oh, yeah, yeah, do your thing, no. man. <laughs> give a- yeah, do your thing for sure. Uh, and then real quick, we talked about this a little bit earlier, and I kind of want to clarify this. I don't necessarily don't like David Bowie. I actually, res- you know, because he put on the Luther Vandross, so I always give him credit for that. I'm just not the biggest fan of Bowie, personally. That's fine. Yeah, and that that's one thing. Like, how you are with Foo Fighters, I'm not with. I, I just don't get it, personally. Yeah. But, I mean, I respect I respect him. I respect his legacy. I did listen to the Black Star album, that last one he put out before he passed away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, what was, what was the second album, the one where he recorded all in, like, Philly and shit? Which one? The He's one he like did, the one albums. he tried to do, like, he tried to do like R and B. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. The one he did, he had a uh, Luther Vandross ghostwrite for, or not ghostwrite, but he had did some like uncredited vocals and shit for him. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think it was like his second album. I want to say. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think. Uh, I think that's it for me. Yeah, that's all we got for this week because we're running pretty long, and I have no reason why I'm actually ending it with this song other than that. Young if, Americans. That if, was the name of the album, by the way. Oh that's yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. Um, I don't. I have no really re- no real reason why I'm choosing this song other than if you're not following this guy, you should be because he is a breath of fresh air. It's fucking hilarious to watch his videos, and he makes really dope music just in his room by himself, usually wearing like a robe or. Just his underwear. <laughs> but FKJ? here is um no, here is um <laughs> one more time by Mark Ribier, who we will be seeing this year at Bonnaroo. Woo-woo. Um yeah, so here's a little bit of that and we will catch you next week. Nice. Yeah.
Oh, this is off Loop Daddy, but two, by the way, the album. One more time. Oh, baby, one more time. 